0: You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? what is good with y'all it's your girl john non right here on tko as you already know here on tko all we talk about is mixed martial arts also known as mma and other combat sports too we also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now what is happening everybody i hope All of y'all have been having a fantastic week and a phenomenal day so far. Listen, um, I cannot believe that since the last time that we talked here on TKO... You know the like honestly, just go back on our previous episode. uh, We're talking about how nice it is outside here in Guelph, Ontario, Canada. You know the grass was green at the time, the birds were singing, and the sun was shining. It was a beautiful spring day uh, on the day that we recorded our previous episode. However, it seems like things have changed 180 degrees for today's episode. And mind you, we're like these two episodes are only seven days apart. However this morning it was snowing everybody outside my house and uh i had to wear my winter coat and i mean i'm not complaining i mean um it is what it is uh tis the canadian weather um but uh you know just just comparing how different how completely different the two (laughs) weathers have been uh over the past week but you know We always get these uh april snows and uh i have a very strong feeling that this is most likely our last snow of the year um and hopefully after after today it'll only start to get warmer because i love spring i love summer and i love the warmer weather So, uh, you know, even still right now, I was like, oh, I kind of like miss winter, but not really because it's a little bit too chilly for April. However, you know, again, it is what it is. Um, I hope everybody's been, um, uh, keeping, keeping cozy and warm, uh, today. And, uh, hopefully with all the things that we have coming up your way for today's episode, you know, because, um, you know, all the announcements that we have today, all the things that we have uh, coming up for or, for discussion today are a little bit spicy and hot. So they'll definitely help you uh, warm up today and uh, goodness. So we have so many different things to talk about today. OK, so. So many things that already took place this past weekend taken from celebrity boxing to very good MMA fights and uh, this upcoming weekend we have in my opinion arguably uh, the biggest pay-per-view event of the year so far UFC 261 everybody is coming up on Saturday and uh, it is uh, for the first time going to be I'm not sure if this is the first time that the UFC is having a live event in a place other than fight island or las vegas so they're they are going to be having ufc 261 in jacksonville florida at the vice star veterans memorial arena and okay drum roll please this will be the first event that the ufc will be having that will host a full capacity arena meaning all fans will be allowed into the arena for this event. You know, maximum capacity, I'm telling you guys. And um, as a science student, I can tell you I have my own concerns (laughs) with this, Um, but I'm happy for the fans. And I hope most people who will be attending the event on Saturday night have been vaccinated and they have their masks with them because um you know with the UFC and I don't I don't blame them cuz they're a business after all they want to maximize their their ticket sales and everything so they're saying okay yeah we're going to be having everybody attend uh this fight in person so from what i'm assuming the fact that they're allowing a full capacity uh like they're they're allowing all the fans to come into the arena and making it full capacity they're most most likely there will not be a lot of opportunity for people to uh, take into account social distancing which is a little bit concerning and uh, I know we're just gonna like going all over the place however I do want to say uh, Dana White the president of the UFC actually put out a statement saying that uh, you know with regards to fans attending this fight in person he said that they could or, um, you know, if they don't want to, they it's OK if they don't wear masks. But like if they want to wear masks, that's OK with us as well. They want to get if, if they are vaccinated. Great. If they're not, you know, that's their decision, all that. So um, I, I really don't like this uh, uh, uncertainty. And they're like, you know, like up to you and all that. Because I'm not really sure um, how many people will be contracting, potentially contracting COVID after attending this live event. Again, I do applaud the UFC for their effort to kind of like jump back on track with regard to having fans in the arena. However, I'm not sure if this is the extent that they should be taking it right now with Having a full capacity, uh, what, I I don't know, like how to how to put the words together, but like allowing fans to fill up this arena in Jacksonville to its full capacity. I'm not sure if it's the best idea right now. You know, treatments are rolling out. Perfect. Um, shout out to our healthcare uh, workers and frontline workers. However, I'm not sure if this is the right time to be having fans and they're live in person anyway so that's my uh, <laughs> public health uh scientific take on this whole thing but also again mind you coming from a perspective of a fan after all we're all fans of the sport who doesn't like to um watch sports in person um honestly uh when things uh get a little bit better when all of us do get vaccinated and uh the the precautions are a little bit softer you know uh, who doesn't like to watch live sports however you know for the sake of my community members at least for myself I can speak for myself I would like to just wait it out a little bit more and uh, be considerate of some of the downstream consequences when it comes to not just my own but other people's health uh, in the community so I, I really hope that people actually take this into consideration as well uh and you know we all love sports again but uh, let's just be a little bit considerate when it comes to this type of stuff okay so that's what's been up uh, with the UFC 261. So yes, it is a very special event. But listen, talking about the sports aspects of things, one thing that really, really excites me as a die-hard MMA fan, and I'm sure a lot of people can uh, attest to this fact as well. Listen, this whole card is stacked, okay? It features so many awesome bouts, three of which are championship bouts so okay getting started with the main event of the evening i am actually totally 100% fangirling over both of these guys specifically the title challenger in this case mr okay street jesus uh mr game Bread, jorge masvidal who will be challenging Kamaru Usman, the current welterweight champion at the UFC for his championship belt and this fight I've been looking forward to it for the longest time since uh, this past summer Um, and we're gonna be getting into this fight in more detail you know what sort of um, just the background story to both of these guys um, how this Actually, rematch came to be how the first uh, f- how the first fight actually went and all that good stuff. We're gonna be talking about that in thorough detail in a few minutes. But this fight, oh man, oh man, I'm I'm so so excited for this matchup. It makes so much sense um, stylistically and uh, ranking wise. It makes sense that every single way and i'm so happy that well fingers crossed at this moment nobody's injured nobody's um, having issues cutting weight or anything you know like nobody tested positive for covid so thankfully the fight seems like it seems like the fight is actually happening on saturday night uh but again fingers crossed hopefully all goes well and we actually do get to see this rematch between jorge masvidal and Kamar usman But like I said, you guys, this is not the only good fight that we're going to be having for UFC 261. The co-main event is also going to be fire okay so we're going to be having a women's strawweight championship bout between the current our awesome current strawweight champion Zhang Wei Li who is arguably one of the best uh women MMA fighters in the whole sport of MMA no doubt about that um she's just on on her road to get to the top and I'm so happy that um she's finally starting to shine in the UFC she's been working so hard for so many years and here she is, um, as the strawweight champion of the UFC, who is going to be defending her title against the former strawweight champion at the UFC, Thug Rose Namajunas. So, um, I'm I'm also very excited for this bout because again, I'm a huge fan of both of these ladies. Both ladies always bring it to the octagon every single time. They they rarely hold back on um their their abilities and their striking and all their awesome talent uh, you know talents um and uh for this reason i'm just so excited to see how things will actually go down on fight night because i i've seen footages uh, video footages of zhang weili training super hard um, every single day, uh, she does, uh, actually she does very unorthodox things to prepare for her fights. Um, she does a lot of power training and, um, it, it honestly, uh, surprises me every single time I see training footage, Uh, or rather footage of her training camp and also Rose Namajunas she has this very unique fluidity to her style of fighting and um that's that's where um you know a lot of people they look at Rose Namajunas they're like oh yeah I don't know if she can actually overcome her opponent however You know, it is because of that creativity and style that she has that she tends to be successful in her fights. So she's not the type of person who will, like, come out there, guns blazing, like, trying to show off her skills. Not at all. She's a very smart fighter. She has a very high fighting IQ. And uh, whenever she comes into a fight, she fights very efficiently. And honestly, nowadays, that's the way to go in mixed martial arts fights. And so because of that, it, this, this bout is going to be so interesting between Zhang Weili, like, honestly, the powerhouse champion. Zhang Weili versus a very, um, a very smart and calculated fighter being Rose Namayuna. So I'm also very excited for this co-main event at UFC 261. But goodness, just when he thought things couldn't get any better, the third last fight of the evening, and I don't know why this fight isn't considered, like, the... The, the featured bout of the evening or whatever like the 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 second fight being considered the co-main event of the evening um so we are actually going to be having a women's flyweight championship bout as well between the current Flyweight champion in the UFC Miss Valentina Shevchenko The awesome Valentina Shevchenko Who prior to her success In the UFC gained so much Success in the world of Muay Thai And um, she Has a very extensive uh, Background in all types Of martial arts before she ascended To to the realm of mixed martial arts So Valentina Shevchenko Again she she's also another powerhouse uh, In women's MMA uh, But but she uh, she fights a weight division heavier than Zhang Lee that we talked about earlier. So uh, Valentina Shevchenko she will be defending her title against uh, the former strawweight champion at the UFC, Jessica Andrade, who herself is also another powerhouse uh, fighter. So we have such strong women on this card, and I'm so proud of the UFC for finally having like featuring more uh, female fighters on their card because I feel like most of the time they will only be and I really do blame them for this because they wouldn't be featuring um some of the talented women fighters that we have in the in the organization right now for whatever reason I don't know why they wouldn't actually have them fight that often but here we are the coming event and the third last uh thir- third last fight of the evening being phenomenal women's championship bouts and I cannot wait to see how these fights will actually go down so, uh, I'm just looking at some of the other bouts that we have featured on this main card. So, you know, I'm not sure uh, if we're going to be having enough time to thoroughly break down these other fights. However, honorable mentions, meaning that you should be watching these fights uh, when you tune into UFC 261. Uh, we're going to be having UFC veteran Uriah Hall fighting another UFC veteran and uh, former. Middleweight champion Chris Weidman uh, who is an all-american wrestler. The two are going to be having a middleweight bout against each other and uh, I'm personally excited to see this one as well because Chris Whiteman has not fought in, 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 a, in a hot minute <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this uh, fight will actually turn out as well and uh, We're also going to be having the former light heavyweight um, title challenger Anthony Smith Uh, Lionheart Anthony Smith he's also going going to be fighting on UFC 261 the main card okay so I'm so excited so so very excited for this whole fight card and I'm just briefly also taking a look over some of the preliminary fights that we have coming up for this uh, event and they're also very stacked everybody so um listen if anything uh I don't I'm not the person to give you advice on how to spend your fight nights, but uh, personally, for me, just uh, I I personally like to grab some some of my favorite snacks. I don't know whatever like popcorn or uh, like grilled cheese or whatever you have like pizza. Pizza is pretty good. Um, and just grab a couple of drinks and sit down and enjoy the fights, everybody. Because this this whole fight card, this whole UFC t- UFC 2615 card. It is not the one that you want to miss. At all, like any of the bouts you do not want to miss, so make sure that you tune in. Um, specifically for the main uh card, it is going to be starting at 10 p.m. Eastern. So make sure that you uh you are sitting down on your couch at the right time, uh, enjoying the fights from the comfort of your home. Uh, specifically because uh, we are officially in lockdown. Hello, and uh, you you really want to watch the fights, but also want to do it in a in a um. COVID friendly way I guess Yeah so make sure that you watch the fights Uh, Stay tuned though for Our awesome juicy breakdown That we have coming up for The Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman Fight so we will be talking About that in a few minutes However I just want to briefly Do a um, um, Reminiscing session (laughs) about The celebrity boxing fight That took place this past Saturday so I'm sure by now, even if you, even if you, even if you have not been a boxing purist, I'm sure by now you know how how the fight that I'm going to be talking about right now went down. Of course, I'm talking about the celebrity boxing match between YouTube sensation uh, Jake Paul and former uh, MMA fighter and uh, wrestling world champion Ben Askren. So, um listen, this, that fight was pretty interesting. Let, let me just backtrack a little bit though. I'm going to talk about the organization that hosted these fights for that particular evening. So Triller. Triller is the organization that is um, trying to have like, some sort of a harmony, like... Uh, harmonic um, networking and collaboration I don't I just made that up but uh, you know like um, just some sort of a intersectionality between boxing and uh, involving celebrities entertainment and social media so that's what's uh, like that's essentially the main objective of Triller And this was officially their second um, fight card that they had. So the first one was uh, the fight card that they had with Mike Tyson fighting um, uh, boxing legend Roy Jones Jr., And this was their second one. So Snoop Dogg was the host of this event. And uh, for this particular fight card, they had more celebrities on the card. They had different people, different celebrities coming in to do commentary. Um, They had, uh, you know, uh, the the comedian from SNL, Pete Davidson. He also came in to go into the, the, the locker rooms of the fighters and talk to them, you know, just joking around and all that. And, uh, they had mario lopez who's uh, honestly arguably one of my favorite hosts of all time although I, it is a little arguable if he is like an expert like a total expert in boxing but let's not go there so mario lopez was there uh al bernstein who is a very famous boxing commentator professional boxing commentator he was there as well Snoop Dogg was there like I said um there there were so many musical performances by different artists Doja Cat um Justin Bieber Saweetie um trying to think of yeah Snoop Dogg himself he also had a performance it was all great okay however um a lot of people are arguing saying whether or not this is actually degrading the sport of boxing and to me like I mentioned in a previous episode Listen, I feel like uh, what the, the the route that trailer is going down is definitely uh, profitable because they figured out all the things that will sell and they've combined them with each other and they put out this product and I think it will actually go a long way because all, all these things, even if you're not... If you're not necessarily a boxing fan Say if you're, if you're a fan of Justin Bieber You will tune in to that event You will pay for that event to see Justin Bieber perform It will just be a Like a concert Like a virtual concert You'll pay for it You'll see it But also in the meanwhile You'll see this like one or two boxing matches And you're like oh okay Like this is an interesting fight and so I feel like because of that, there's a lot of opportunity for maybe casual fans to um, uh, be, become more familiar with the sport of boxing, which is great. But also I feel like the fact that they're doing all this um and I want to be very careful with my wording here so I feel like the fact that they're doing all this together just like putting it in the mix like making a smoothie of uh, celebrity entertainment and you know boxing but you know like mediocre mediocre level boxing and social media just putting it all together in a big big smoothie that um essentially tones down and dilutes the quality of boxing that is being put out there and this is just my personal opinion right now to date after the two um uh, pay-per-view events that trailer has had so far because celebrity boxing is great however um i feel like it it it's fun to have it there however um they need to be more conscious of the quality of fighting that they're putting out there Okay, and uh, I know I'm probably going to be receiving a lot of backlash from uh, Jake Paul fans because they're like, oh, Jadon, what are you saying? Like, is Jake Paul not a good fighter and not a good boxer in your opinion? Um, I feel like considering all of his years of experience so far to date, he's doing great um, and uh, he's only starting to get better. However, I don't think that he's at a level uh to be considered even for for like further fights against actual professional boxers because so far all the fights that he's had um they've been against uh, non-professional boxers and uh i feel like maybe after a few years of experience depending on how he conducts himself and um depending on his technicality and how he actually performs inside the ring, then maybe I can have uh, a different opinion. However, I feel like right now, um, celebrity boxing needs to stay in its lane. And I don't uh, mean to say that in a in a sassy way, in a salty way, not at all. I think it's um, good to have it, but we just need to um just just uh you know keep an eye out on it and make sure that it's uh going going on the right track essentially okay so trailer trailer is doing good but um we just need to make sure that it's not going like the exact opposite direction of what it needs to So, yeah, that's my take on this whole celebrity boxing thing. And so, um, just a brief, um, uh, like, conclusion of events, I guess, from, uh, fight night from Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. So, Jake Paul had this really awesome right hand, um, again, in his fight against Ben Askren. Ben Askren was knocked out. And, um... It was great. However, personally, I would love to see more action on behalf of Jake Paul. Like what would actually uh, what would he perform like if the fight were to go the full eight rounds? That's what I'll be interested to see. And, um, you know, because if if he wants to have a long enough boxing career, that's what he needs to work on. And that's what he needs to demonstrate. So that's my take on this whole thing. Um, it was fun, though. Yeah, anyway, so now let's talk about some real fighting action. Masvidal versus Kamaru Usman, and I am so, so so stoked for this fight. You have, I wish y'all could see my face right now. I'm so hyped up right now like I could literally like if my microphone was wireless right now I would literally just jump to the floor and do push-ups because that's how hyped I am right now for this fight the fight is only a few days away it's coming up on Saturday and the wait is finally over the fight is happening anyway so let me just give you a brief background of the first fight that Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman had so Uh, When the pandemic was ongoing, uh, the UFC was like, okay, what what should we do? Let's go to this very isolated island dedicated specifically to fighting by this island. Or uh, as they later put out the statement, they rented this island in Abu Dhabi called the Fight Island. And the big event that they were going to have on that island was a fight between Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns. A few weeks after the announcement was put out, Gilbert Burns tested positive for COVID-19. Boo-hoo, what do we do? Jorge Masvidal sees this news and he talks to his manager. They make the fight happen between Kamar Usman and Jorge Masvidal, who is the current holder of the BMF belt, um, aka like the, the PG version of it, the baddest man on planet Earth, okay? So, Masvidal fights Kamar Usman on a six day short notice. He flies over from Miami to Abu Dhabi. He is dealing with jet lag. He has to lose 20 pounds in six days. He does it. He gets it done. He fights Kamar Usman, who is an absolute beast inside the Octagon. Kamar Usman's wrestling is his forte. Um,. It, if if you are able to um uh, kind of like deal with his grappling style and his uh takedown attempts, you are in good shape, and that's exactly what um Jorge Masvidal did in that first fight. Uh, he was able to defend eleven out of I believe eighteen uh takedown attempts that Kamaru Usman uh did in that fight, which is pretty impressive. And uh, the fight uh, went the full distance. However, uh, Kamar Usman was declared the winner uh, in the first fight. So uh, Jorge Masvidal claimed that, okay, if I had six weeks instead of six days to properly train for that fight, I will show you a completely different outcome. So the UFC matchmakers listened to Masvidal and they made this fight happen um, for the second time. And here we are. Okay I'm so excited Kamara Usman has been putting in work Like always but Jorge Masvidal As well uh, he My man went to Colombia he trained Hard you know while he was doing Charity work in Colombia he was Training hard for this fight um, uh, One thing that Is very distinguishable uh, About uh, Jorge Masvidal Boxing uh, excuse me fighting Style is his boxing so he's A very distinguished boxer and Striker which comes uh as a little bit uh, you know like the yin the yin and yang of fighting you know wrestling versus striking so on one hand we have Kamar Usman who's so so good in wrestling and on the other hand we have Masvidal who has this outstanding um style of striking and i feel that like because of this uh this fight is going to be this this rematch is going to be very interesting First of all, it's going going to be a clash a classic clash of styles, but also both guys are going to be in great shape they know they've specifically trained for their opponent in this case they've had more than enough time to prepare for this fight they're so ready and they're just ready to come out there and put on and like just just dance inside the octagon and put on a phenomenal performance uh, not just for their sports legacy but also for the fans so for this reason I would 100% encourage all of you to watch please watch UFC 261 Um, It is going to be fantastic. You already know I'll be watching it, you know, like every single fight I'll be watching. So I really hope that you guys do as well. Um, Unfortunately, I'm just looking at the clock right now. That is all the time we're going to be having for this week's episode. Episode 220 is already done. I cannot believe it. So, you guys, make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also download previous episodes on Spotify and iTunes. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.